All right, well, welcome to the Trespassers podcast. This is episode one. Um, I'm being very professional right now. I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> but uh, this is the new podcast that I've been working on for quite a while. Um, by working on, I meant starting and then stopping and then starting and then stopping. But let's just get stuck into it. Um, with me, my co-host for today is the Telltale Traveler. I did say that correct, didn't I? You did. You got it correct, finally. I'm not the Telstra Tower. I am the Telltale Traveler. <laughs> I know. For so long, I got that I got that wrong. Um, that's just my stupid ADD mind working, whereas your name is so long in a way that like I just read like the like the first two things that I'm like ah oh it's confusing I know I I should have picked a shorter name but it's a bit it's a bit late now (laughs) it is I know but it's a good name trust me I'm getting obviously um yeah you are from Melbourne as well you're not from Melbourne you're you're from Canberra aren't you that's correct yeah from Canberra and then moved to Melbourne like last year or something, it all blurs together now. I know this year's just been mental. Um, but yeah, we uh, we're both from Melbourne. Um, we live like fifteen minutes apart, <laughs> which we just figured out recently. Um, as, as I said, yeah, it's been a pretty wild year. It's almost Christmas. By the time this comes out, it probably will be Christmas um, next weekend, believe it or not. So um, yeah, obviously this year's been mental, and not a lot of um, traveling and urbex has been done that much. Um, being that we've been in lockdown in Melbourne for, well, we were in lockdown for, how many months was it? I think all up it was about eight or seven and a half, like some, something ridiculous. I know, that's wild. I didn't work for six months. <laughs> and I'm still unemployed. Oh, so. well, not, yeah. I mean, I only just got a job like in the last three weeks, but um, yeah, it's just mental. I mean, we should have been doing this from the start, really. Oh, well, we're starting now. R- rookie mistake. But yeah, anyway, so I've been wanting to do this podcast for so long. Um, honestly, like three years. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I got so caught up in making YouTube videos that um, it sort of just kept getting pushed to the back. Um, and later on, later on episodes, we'll be talking a bit more about like YouTube and my history with it and all that stuff. But for today, we're just sort of sitting down chatting about urbex, urban exploring for those who are who are new to the game, and um, and how we got into it and all this stuff, and maybe some future plans for twenty twenty one since we're almost there. Um, but yeah, brief, let's get, let's start with you anyway, brief history on you. Um, you said you, you, uh, moved from Canberra this year. Yeah. So I was basically born and raised in Canberra. I, you know, had a brief stint when I was, you know, one to four in Queensland, but we we pretend that doesn't happen because, you know, <laughs> such a short period. Plus I hate humidity, mm. but, um, yeah, so I, um, spent my, adolescent life in Canberra, uh, started getting into urbex because of, I think, a photo assignment in year 11. Um, my friend was like, hey, we've got a uh, abandoned orphanage a few hours away. Do you want to come take some pictures of it? I was like, yeah, I, I need, you know, something to take pictures of for a photo assignment. So, you know, off we went. And after that, I kind of have just been, you know, exploring drains abandoned places I'd love to do some rooftops but um yeah so eventually I moved down to Melbourne just because there's a larger exploring community um it's it's a lot nicer here than in Canberra I think the 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 grass is greener here there are more places to see more drains um and yeah I came down at a bad time obviously because we have been in lockdown and I actually can't (laughs) well I couldn't do anything but you know it's I'm excited to be here and I think next year is going to be really good for exploring. Uh, I'm super keen for that. But um, 
Yeah, have you? You've lived in Melbourne my whole most life. Of your life. Yeah, I literally live right now five minutes from the house I grew up in. So <laughs> I haven't moved that far from um, <laughs> from where I live, um, which I grew up in Montmorency, um, a small suburb which not many people know about, sort of nestled in between Eltham and Grandsborough. <laughs> and now, yeah, I live about five minutes from that house that I grew up in. So it's um, it's kind of exciting talking to you because <laughs> I feel like you've you've done so much moving around and all this stuff and. Uh, I've never had any reason to move, to be honest. It's all been um, right here. And plus, you know, growing up in Melbourne, it's been a bit sport for choice. Yeah, definitely, I'd say great for almost anything. Food, explores, like entertainment, you, you name it, you've got it here. So how, how did you start with Urbex, though? Like, uh, Good question, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I almost can't remember at this point, but... Um, when I like my first like explore like explore that I did without realizing it was Larundel Mental Institution, um, which is in Bandura, um, and obviously growing Bandura is not too far from Montmorency, like twenty minutes. But yeah, obviously going to high school, I went to high school in Montmorency as well. Um, I think I must have got a bus or something to Larundel with a friend. This is probably in like year ten or something like that. Um, and I was doing photography, but for some reason I just thought like <laughs> I'm not going to take a camera or anything like that. Um, and we just went just to be teenagers and um, ended up like the Rundle now is really locked up. You can still sort of get in from what I've seen, but it was super locked up and, uh, you know, you could walk around and do all that sort of stuff. But there was pictures and stuff left behind, like photographs and stuff left behind from um, like I imagine like the 70s or whatnot, um, 70s, 80s and stuff like that just scattered all over the floor. Um, and it's it honestly hasn't changed that much now to how it was back then. Um, this is probably in the early 2000s and mid 2000s and um, yeah me and my mate just went through it explored basically the entire thing it was none of it there was no housing or anything there um, just basically being teenagers and then yeah went back to school and it was, all, it was just like yeah whatever and we, we'd always talk about it be like oh my god remember when we went to La Rundle and all this stuff and years later like I'm talking years later like I think I started my YouTube channel in 2016 um, which is what four years ago now um, just after talking with my mate Panda of Panda Explores, um, we were just like, we kept saying, we're like, let's start YouTube channels. Let's start YouTube channels. And we're like, I didn't know what to like, why I chose Urbex, but I think it was just because I was watching, um, a few channels, a few Urbex channels. Um, Dan Bell being one of those. And, um, I've always made videos and I've always taken photos and stuff like that along the way. So I was just like, I've got to do this. Like, I've got camera gear. Like, what am I going to do with it? Just put it on YouTube. So, um, at the time, I had no idea what urban exploring was, like that it was a thing, <laughs> that there was like other people that did it. Yeah, when I first started, I because obviously I did I did it for the photo assignment. Yeah, I didn't know there was a name for it. I didn't know other people did it. Like I didn't know that that it was like an Instagram hashtag or that there were blogs dedicated to it, like forums. And then I think I explored for a few years before I realized like. Because I started my, like, the Telltale Traveler in 2017, but I think I've been exploring since 2013, 2014, and I was just like, what, there's a name for this? <laughs> like, pe people do this as a hobby? Like, where can I make friends with these people? Like, I had no idea that there was an actual, like, term for it. Yeah. Well, the, the weird thing is, like, um, we, we, we just started filming stuff pretty pretty simply. I was actually just using, like, my iPhone and stuff like that at the time, which is probably, it's, the, the videos are still there. They're crap but they're still there filmed on my iphone like just because that's what one of the guys i watched on youtube did he just filmed on his iphone so i never thought really like 
I'm going to get like a good camera. <laughs> it was like, I'm just going to use my iPhone and film it. But we filmed a bunch of abandoned houses and stuff like that. And um, I remember getting excited when one video got 20 views. And then another video got 100. I was like, I've made it. <laughs> I have made it. But I honestly had like no idea that there was like this whole community out there. Um, and then eventually stumbled across, like, you know, YouTube just recommends things to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I think um, Foggy Avenue's videos started coming up, and if you haven't seen their videos, they're just they're, they're mental. Well, Les is mental. Floyd's a bit more chill. <laughs> and I was, and then we realized that they're in Melbourne, and we're like, oh my god, like, there's other people doing this. And then eventually met Jay, and then um, Jay sort of introduced me to like I don't know, like twenty others, and like in a Facebook group chat sort of thing. I was yeah. like, we're like, what the hell? <laughs> and See, Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, then you sort of realize how how popular it is. Well, the, my problem was in Canberra, right? Pretty much no one was doing it, like other than maybe some like fourteen year olds. But I am not fourteen, and I don't really want to go trespassing with people who are underage <laughs> because I would be legally responsible for them. But um, it was just me and my boyfriend for years, like um. I, I don't think I ever met a fellow Canberra explorer. Anyone we knew was from Sydney because Sydney is like, you know, a three-hour drive from Canberra. So we would go to Sydney and we would meet up with people and explore there um, or people would come visit us in Canberra and we'd take them to like whatever drains there were at the time. But um, yeah, there was like no, no explorers in Canberra, which is part of the reason why we moved. But then I found out that there was one guy like, we, uh, we made contact with him. And it's like, oh, when did you move to Canberra? Oh, like, you know, a few years ago. It's like, you were there when I was there. And I didn't <laughs> know. And, you know, we could have been exploring with this guy. But I think contacting people can be kind of hard if they don't specifically go, you know, I'm in Canberra. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, for, for like, for your sake, you do a lot of your stuff through Instagram and stuff like that. You do have a YouTube channel. Um yeah, like just seeing the people like tag like Melbourne in it or whatnot. And even just like people putting a picture up of something amazing and you're like, oh, that's so cool. And then you see like Melbourne on it and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> oh my God, like I've got to go see this. But yeah, I mean, just Instagram in itself is a completely different world to YouTube. Um, I almost feel like I have two separate crowds. It's like the Instagram gang and the in the YouTube gang. <laughs> oh, it's, it's true though. Like, um I think because like I started doing TikTok. TikTok, my audience on TikTok is completely different. They don't interact as much. Whereas like I feel like on Instagram, there's so many people that I'm friends with and we have a chat all the time and it's really nice, honestly. And I know I'm not so big on YouTube, obviously, because I haven't really posted that much and put that much effort in. But I can I can tell it would be different, um, you know, different people who like photography on Instagram versus uh, video on YouTube. I don't know. I kind of like the feel of Instagram though. Yeah. It's like the community of it. It's nice. Oh uh, yeah, I, I do like obviously because I've been doing YouTube for so long now, like four years, um, that I've built a nice little following. So it is nice sort of seeing the same people comment all the time. But um, it's sort of hard to speak to those people because you can only just like leave a comment or whatever, and then no one's gonna have a full blown conversation really <laughs> on YouTube. That, that's that's the good thing about Instagram is like yeah, we can have full blown conversations in the in the dms or whatever like i've got to know you pretty well this year which is yeah. which is nice we we've, I must have been talking for a good few like oh, year or two before we actually like decided to meet up and explore together i know it's crazy and then yeah obviously the pandemic sort of brought that together <laughs> um 
I, I haven't also addressed that you're wearing a mask. <laughs> for, any, for anyone watching on YouTube, because um, this will be on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff once I figure out how to do that. Uh, and, uh, I believe in you. Fine. Yeah. So, yeah, you're rocking a mask. Um, obviously, you don't want your face shown. So I just thought I'd throw that out there for, for now for anyone watching on YouTube. I just thought, yeah. well, probably like 20 minutes in and everyone's like, what the hell? <laughs> yes, uh, I, I'm choosing to remain anonymous. Um you know, I have I have other projects I'd like to work on and kind of have my face associated with, um, and and you know it, this is kind of an illegal hobby. You know, the the harder it is to prosecute me, the uh, the <laughs> more comfortable I am. So I, I do I do like that idea. I think I said to you a few months ago, like I kind of wish I did that from the start. <laughs> yeah, I think it, you know to each their own though. Um, obviously, all of the big urbex YouTubers show their face. Um, and from what I understand, not, none of them have had any problems thus far in that case. But I don't know. I kind of like the, you know, the focus to be on the abandoned buildings and, you know, keep, keep my face out of it, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it, it would have been nice when a certain video of mine kind of went viral and uh, I was all over the news for about two weeks. So. <laughs> How was that, the shark video? The, the Big Brother video. <laughs> Oh, oh my yeah. god! Every time I turn the TV on, I'd see my fat head on the TV. <laughs> like literally, I've like never watched the news, and there I am on the news, like for like literally like a week straight. It, it was just my fat head every time I turned it on. I literally went to like three different houses, sat down for dinner, looked up, and they're talking about my video on the news. I'm just like, <sighs> that would be such a like, you know, you, like you said, you hadn't been on the news before. Just suddenly, you have all this attention. You wouldn't know what to do with it. Didn't know what to do at all that, that, that can be a whole different podcast in itself <laughs> Epis- oh yeah there's, there's so many stories um just like that take like half an hour to tell like this should be its own episode because otherwise we're going to be sitting here talking about this one thing <laughs> well it will be i mean shit i gotta talk about it at some point yeah um, <laughs> and, how, and how i sort of fucked that uh that uh I don't even know how long that dragged on for. So it was literally like over in like two weeks, but it was a shit two weeks to be honest. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. was a horrible two weeks, but um, yeah. I, as I said, I don't watch the news. I like I don't. All all my news I get is basically through Instagram or like checking Facebook, which is shit anyway. But mainly Instagram. And if I mean the big news you're going to hear anyway, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so it's like it's there, and mm. um, yeah. But I'd never expected anything like that to happen. <laughs> Which is weird when you think like you're putting a video out there on, on on YouTube that everyone's everyone can see it. It's 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 all there for you to see. I mean, there's there's so many videos up though. You kind of go like, oh, you know, I made this and I like it and I had fun doing it. But there's so much competition out there right. that you never you probably never think that your video is going to pick up that much. Exactly, you know? especially the fact that like there was five or six videos of the big brother house before mine hence why i put it on youtube because <laughs> like i've filmed a bunch of stuff um that i haven't put on youtube because i just don't think it belongs there yet <laughs> um yeah, yeah. And, and obviously with that video there was five or six of the same video on there so i'm like i'll put mine on and probably get like a thousand views and that's at, at the time because i was uploading weekly and just like constantly smashing content out for about a year and a half I was getting a thousand views per video easily, like from upload, and I was like, mm. it was just like, yeah, it'll get a thousand views, maybe two thousand, and then like I did like the refresh button, like uploaded, and then like had a shower or something, like 
<laughs> flick, flicked down and then up, and, oh. it, and it had like 6,000 views from the first time that I, I was like, holy shit. And then I was like, oh my God. And then the comments just flying through. And then like after that, it was like 200,000 views a day for about two weeks. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And you'd never expect that to happen. No. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like it's on YouTube. Of course, like it can happen. <laughs> yeah it's just like but it, it happened to me and not someone else i know like, and then you just become the big brother guy from now on. <laughs> yeah what do you what do you reckon like the the positives and the negatives were of that happening was there I mean, much the, of either obviously the negatives were being all over the news <laughs> and then what followed obviously they've got the, some bloody kids burnt it down obviously that's uh an extreme negative um and it sort of changed the way i mean it, that video has completely changed away from that point on from how I look at YouTube and how I upload to YouTube. Um, and it was like, all right, from from this point on, I'm not putting everything that I film on YouTube. Um, it was before I was like, got to have content, got to have content, got to have stuff out, got to beat this guy, got to, you know, have more views than that person. It was just like, and I was like, after that, I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's just like, this has happened. Yeah. This can happen. This is the worst that can happen. Um, and I'm just, from now on, I'm just going to be really picky about what I what I upload. Um, to the point of like, I've had minds and stuff where I'm like, eh, I don't know if I should upload this, but honestly, it's just because like, it's, it's almost like an anxiety thing where it's like, oh my God, what if, yeah. But I'm like, what the hell am I talking about? It's a mind sitting in the middle of the bush. <laughs> oh, people like, it, you know, you think about how long it took you to find them and you can obviously be vague, like mine in Victoria as opposed to like the specific suburb. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's definitely, um. I think a problem with social media. I feel like um, every time I post a picture, I have to be really careful with the the hashtags as well because sometimes if I go like hashtag abandoned Melbourne and there's only one of them, like an abandoned, I don't know, hospital or something, you know, people are going to find it. Whereas, you know, you go hashtag abandoned Australia. It's like, well, there's a whole continent, you know, hopefully a little more vague. Yeah. Plus I, plus I travel around. So, you uh, know. Yeah. Well, when we can, um, the yeah, like wh- one of the things that like just kept happening with like the scene, and I'm, I'm, I was purely guilty of this as well. Was so many people like taking the same photo, <laughs> like um, someone would post a location that was kind of new or whatever, and then like it'd be a sick photo, or whatnot, and then you just see like 15 people posting the exact same photo. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I was definitely guilty of doing that myself, uh, but it's just like shit. Like it's it sometimes it's so hard to like just be original <laughs> like especially in urbex stuff where you go into a building or something and it's um there's only so many shots you can take <laughs> that's true yeah like um obviously the size of the room if you know certain camera gear can only get the same picture obviously and yeah especially if there's only one exciting thing in the place it's like everyone's gonna take pictures of this one thing like you know a pool or something and then they'll all end up fairly similar yeah exactly I mean, as you said, you, you touched on before about like hashtags and stuff, as well as that Big Brother video. Obviously, like I don't know how many uploads I've got, like a couple hundred. That was like the first one that I'd put the title of what the place was out of mm. all my videos. <laughs> you know, like I could I could have just done like abandoned movie set or TV show set or something like that. But I don't know for some reason I just smacked on like abandoned Big Brother 2014 house on the Gold Coast. <laughs> I mean. Like you said, though, there was already a bunch of videos. It's such a fine balance. And, like, there's no, 
actual guidebook or like rules to it because you know it's all illegal and we shouldn't technically be doing it anyway but like you know I guess we all have to use our morals as a guide like oh well there's already a bunch of videos out and like people have already name dropped it like how much damage can it do but then you know how much damage can it do exactly yeah but I mean at the end of the day my, my thinking of was it like you know like I just went there like when I filmed that place I met up with some Queensland explorers. We literally just walked in. <laughs> like, I can't even describe to you, like, you, know, well, you you would know doing abandoned buildings. We literally just walked straight off the footpath and straight into the place. Didn't have to climb a fence, didn't have to push a door open, you know, didn't have to do anything. Literally, it was wide open as if they were saying, like, come in, have a look, and, like, it's here. And there are a few theories around, you know, why it was left like that. I'll leave that alone. Um, but it was literally just completely wide open. Like, walk in, take your photos, do your recording, walk back out the same footpath we've walked back in on. <laughs> I, that sounds pretty easy. I, I like ones like that. <laughs> it was the easiest, like, one of the easiest I've ever done. And I'm like... I mean, honestly, like I don't do that many or haven't done that many that have been overly difficult. <laughs> it's like if the if a window or a door's not open, I'm usually like, nope. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, um, I mean, sometimes if there's a fence, like you just walk around the back and they haven't even finished the fence. It's just like, <laughs> you know, just for appearances. Yeah. It's so weird. I, but... I like the ones where you walk up to and you're like, oh, this is going to suck. Like, can you start getting nervous about how to like get in or like oh i'm gonna stack like climbing the fence or whatever like i'm a big clumsy guy like this stinks and then you like you just walk up and you realize that there's just like a giant hole in the fence or something or like the fence is missing from the other side like you said you're just like eh. yeah <laughs> there was um this abandoned like tafe in canberra probably eight oh when was i there yeah probably like the start of the year obviously because we've been in lockdown so but um the copper strippers had gotten in and all of the doors were open, um, but no, there was no graffiti or anything. So somehow the copper strippers had figured it out that it was abandoned and they were clearing the place out, but they'd left everything open. And so we walked in, we were like, oh, sweet, nice, thanks, thanks guys. Like, <laughs> carry on, I guess. Yeah. They always seem to be like the first ones in there, the, the copper strippers. I, I don't know, like, they're always so on top of it, like straight away. I have a theory that, some copper strippers are like tradies in the day because oh, obviously sure. you have to have like the knowledge of how how and where to find it but you know maybe they were contracted to put up the temp fence or something and they're like ah i know it's abandoned like i'll, <laughs> I'll come back after hours you 100%, know 100 like the, the craps uh, crap oh my god scrap copper <laughs> that's very hard to say is is like really high so i know like they're either just taking it or they're, and they're just reusing it um mm. or they're selling it off um, which I yeah don't ask me how I know that but it's uh anyway you, you touched on TikTok before it's some weird one that I want to talk about yeah sure <laughs> um, obviously because I upload to YouTube and um that that's a whole world in itself but now there is TikTok sitting there uh which has pretty much become like the biggest platform social media wise um well one of them anyway um you sort of went a little bit viral there on on TikTok oh <laughs> Yeah, it was weird. Um, I started posting on TikTok in in the lockdown, like when, right when we we couldn't go anywhere and we had like the five k radius because I was just so bored and you know there was there isn't really any cool abandoned places near me. Like there's a few drains and a few houses, but um, nothing too exciting. So yeah, I started posting like kind of urbex memes, I guess, on TikTok, and it's such a new platform, I guess, that they. 
they're trying to push random people and uh, I guess there's less competition on there as well. So if you're in a niche like Urbex, it's kind of saturated on Instagram and YouTube now. Mm-hmm. And I think the openings on like this kind of content is definitely podcasts and TikTok at the moment. Like those are the places that there isn't as much saturation. And so, yeah, I started doing, I don't know, random things like TikTok trends, but make it Urbex kind of thing. And, um, yeah, I, I posted a few. I think a few of them, the first one that went kind of crazy was me hi- hiding a free photo print. And then there was, like, this weird dancing video of, like, you know, uh, tips for newbies, basically, but, like, to music and stuff. And I think that got, like, I don't even know, like, 400,000 views? I'll have to check. It's uh, It was weird, but... Um, it was all, it was all pretty quick though, eh? Like I remember when you when you were uploading him. This is like right in the midst of our like the worst of the lockdown, right? Um, so obviously you, you were you were doing something with your time, uh, making these TikTok videos, um, and sort of yeah, sending them to me or like I'd keep an eye on it. Like they were, the views on that on TikTok are mental. Like you can literally just get like like a million views on something so quickly. Oh, it's it's really weird. I think I think it's um kind of a marketing plan I guess like they're definitely pushing out lots of random videos to kind of like entice people like oh the chances of going viral on TikTok are like a little higher than on YouTube because it's yeah Uh, I feel like it's it's a strategy but it is crazy like you see one video one day and it's got like a thousand views and then 24 hours later it's like one million it's like what the hell how did that even happen I'm just trying to find where yeah, it's got 577,000 views. <laughs> and like the videos you were describing, it's um, it's it's like your whole thing's based around Urbex, but it was just you sort of creating like a bit of a funny video like around, like around it. Like it's um, it's just so bizarre. Like it's it, like yeah. I've, I've posted a few videos on there, um, but they're all just like my YouTube videos, um, just in like a quick, what would you call it? It's like 60 seconds, isn't it, TikTok? Yeah, you can do um, a a video for fifteen seconds or uh, sixty. That's like the two time limit. Yeah, basically. right. So I put a few of my mind videos up there because they do really well on on TikTok for some reason. My top video is like eighty thousand views. <laughs> it's, just, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Like I'm just looking at it now, um, yeah. and it's nothing special. Like it's just like me doing a, a, a crap voiceover on top of the <laughs> on top of the footage. But it's oh, it's so crazy how like. Um, anything on there like absolutely anything on there can just go mental yeah i think honestly if you're not on tiktok and you're a content creator you're you're doing it wrong like my my uh, attitude towards tiktok at the start of the year was it's dumb it's just for people who are you know 18 or under like there's only stupid um i don't know stupid videos on there and and then i downloaded it because i was bored and i had a look and like there there's like cute dogs like art artsy people you know there's there's um a few urbex creators who've got like 600,000 followers and like upwards it's crazy like you can definitely build an audience on there and there's it's less competition it's definitely a different style to everything else like i think humor goes a long way um or like a, a niche that's not saturated goes a long way on tiktok but yeah it's crazy like if you're not on it and you create content you should be on tiktok uh-huh. and 
It's not as dumb as people think. No, hundred percent. I was like trying to explain it to a friend, like literally, like last week. I was like, "Oh, I've seen this TikTok video," and he was like, "TikTok?" He was like, "What?" He was, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, man." Like, I was something like, it was just a funny video. I was trying to explain to him, and he's just like, "But isn't it for like people dancing?" <laughs> it, it used to be. It uh. used to be, and they kind of like branched branched out. My favorite one I found the other day was um, one of those like spiky ball uh, sea urchins there's these oh, sea yeah, urchins yeah, yeah. and it was this video of these sea urchins wearing shells as disguises and then people who have sea urchins as pets have like little hats and these sea urchins were wearing <laughs> little hats and I'm like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen <laughs> there's literally everything I, like um during this whole pandemic obviously I became a dad um and we had to keep t- yeah thank you <laughs> we had to t- uh, like take the baby to like um hospital appointments like checkups and stuff and i wasn't allowed to go um oh. so like i just had to sit out the front in the car um and sometimes it was like an like i remember sitting in the car for like two hours i literally spent two straight hours on tiktok <laughs> and it's like oh shit like it's been two hours even like just before she was born like i I'd- have to sit in the car park hospital wasn't allowed anywhere in the hospital because she was like uh 10 days overdue so we had to keep going in every two days for checkups um and obviously Brittany was going out there and i was just sitting in the car for like two hours on tiktok and i'd just be like oh man my phone's about to die and i'd be like oh yeah <laughs> oh they have the um just like the way the app works too it keeps you like just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and like uh like the algorithm as well they they know what you like oh for sure yeah like <laughs> but it's weird like one day i'll get like really or like a week i'll be really obsessed with like one topic and then that topic will go away and then i'll be like oh like like hot rods <laughs> i can't even like cars <laughs> like, oh, oh sorry continue i was gonna say like I, I, for like two days of, i was absolutely obsessed with watching this guy he like lives in america like right on the beach and he would go down to the beach and like find these little prawn things that were in the sand that had um uh, like ticks on them and he would remove the ticks from the little prawns and then put them Ooh. back in the water <laughs> i don't know it was so satisfying to watch like he'd have these little tweezers really zoomed in like pulling the tick off the prawn <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds it is disgusting like even now i see it it pops up and i'm like uh, i can't watch it again <laughs> oh that's so funny yeah yeah when i scroll down i have to always like every urbex video that i come across even if it's not that great or I, like i don't follow the person because otherwise i'll drift too far away from urbex tiktok and I'll, <laughs> I'll be watching all these weird videos uh, of like yeah like sea urchins wearing hats and stuff. Uh, I, I keep getting the weird ones now it's just like photos the government doesn't want you to see <laughs> and it's just like a picture of like a skeleton or something and you're like what <laughs> oh yeah there's some, some trash on there too. Oh, there is some absolute trash, but I still watch it. Like, I don't watch TV. Like, I do not watch TV. Like, our TV turns on. It's just to, like, watch a movie, watch Netflix, or mm-hmm. um, I've just been smashing Star Wars lately. <laughs> the Mandalorian, oh, my God. Oh, same. Oh, that shit's good. It's so good. Um, but, yeah, just sitting there on TikTok is like a TV show almost. <laughs> Especially, mm-hmm. like, yeah, even that in YouTube. Like, I'll watch, like, a 50-minute YouTube video like just without even thinking i'm just like yep cool sit down 50 minute youtube video is good can i can i ask do you consume much content related to urbex or do you just make urbex content and then like watch other stuff it's a bit of both um honestly mainly lately it's just been um it's been a big no like um i don't watch that much urbex stuff there is like a like urbex stuff sort of falls into so many things i feel like there's so many like branches that go off urbex mm. um 
I, I watch a lot of um, guys that go freight train hopping. <laughs> so, you know, like, um, uh, sort of just obviously they're trespassing. So I guess you could sort of put that down in urbex. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Freight train hop, like, around America, around Europe. Um, I find those videos so fascinating. I don't know, like, those videos are amazing. Um, and obviously, like, a, a lot of metal detecting stuff. <laughs> I, watch, I watch a lot of that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, obviously there's been more watching than doing lately. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sad. Like, I, I really like, um, what's his name? Exploring the unbeaten path, like, Bob, he goes to some crazy places in Europe and he pops a video out like once a week. And I haven't been watching his stuff lately because it makes me sad. I'm like, I want to go do cool stuff, I but I can't because like international travel is closed and like, you know, the border situation in Australia is still kind of iffy. Like, yeah, uh, we, um, Oh man, I just had an absolute mind blank. That was my ADD right there, just live on the podcast. <laughs> I was about to say something that I was like, <laughs> something on your screen distracted me. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll change the background. Oh man, no, I like it. I was just looking at all those New Zealand pictures you got there and all that stuff and thinking about travel. Like, um, oh yeah. Yeah, just, I, I, that's what I was thinking about. I was just thinking about how, like, um, like when we first started, like when I first started exploring, like 2016, 17. We were like saying like, oh man, exploring was so much better like two years ago. Like there's so many places we missed out on. Like I wish we could have gone there and seen those oh. things. And now it's like 2020 and I'm like, oh my God, two years ago, exploring was so much better. Oh, last year was like so much better than yeah. yeah. Oh, this year has been absolutely atrocious. Like, yeah. oh, even, oh, I just, I even want to explore like um, rural Victoria because I haven't been in Victoria and, and Melbourne that long. Yeah. Uh, and I want I want to see like the ghost towns and like old old gold mining places and like you know tons of stuff and like there's lots of really good drains in rural towns I don't know why there's like bluestone um, like very old drains but yeah I just we haven't been doing anything and I'm just sitting at home like oh yeah, I'm I know. so sad. I know like I've I've been sitting down like I've got this little this little book next to me here my little black book of like I like ideas to do for 2021. And um, I'm just like, oh god! I literally just filled out like three pages of ideas. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, enough's enough. Like, we're just gonna start. Like, obviously, we've been sitting in lockdown for so long. It's like uh, we've got to, we've got to capitalize on that and just get out there and film so much. Like, obviously, obviously, traveling internationally is. Uh, like I'm, never, I'm not going to be leaving Australia for a while. Put it that way. Um, if I'm going to leave anywhere, I'll go to New Zealand for sure. I mean, basically, it's like a two-hour flight <laughs> to the Southern yeah. Island from here. So it's like. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go to New Zealand. So, um, but I'm I've got I've got so many plans for 2021 to check out like a lot of rural Victoria, as you said. Um, I have my I have my full drive out the front, which is sitting there, literally is just like a huntsman <laughs> nest at the minute. It is oh, no. covered in spider webs. Oh. Um, so I'm not looking forward to that. But it's got all my camping gear in it and all that stuff. I've got plans to sort of go out and and spend like a solid few days heading up towards the Murray and. There's so much stuff in Victoria just alone that we can check out and see. Um, that's probably a good thing about the lockdown is they just being able to um, to see this country more. Yeah, I think um, Australia is underappreciated in a travel sense by Australians. Oh, for it, sure. It's very diverse. I'd, I'd really like to, one of my plans um, is to drive all the way up on the coast to Queensland uh, and visit a house that I first lived in um, 
but yeah, I was was waiting and I, I needed a car, but now now we've got a cheap car, so that's that's my plan. Go explore some stuff in in Brisbane. Uh, apparently, they have lots of really good drains as well, lots of tidal drains though. So okay. I might have to recruit a tour guide <laughs> <laughs> from the local Urbex community to make sure I don't drown. <laughs> that's probably a good good idea. Yeah, they just move your little microphone yeah. thing. It's just rubbing up against you. Oh. Yeah, your little thing when you're talking. All good. That's better. Right. <laughs> so we're we're, right. we're professionals here. Professionals. Um, oh good. Yeah, I've I've got to do some drains with you. Obviously, yeah, um, you and your boyfriend are, are mad into your drains, um, which has been yeah. like a thing in Melbourne for like since like the eighties, right? Like the cave clan. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of like convict built. Um, like historic drains from like Melbourne's first few years. And um, I think, yeah, in like 80, early 80s or late 80s, Cave Clan started exploring uh, kind of around your area. Yeah, on the doorstep. As, yeah, as I was yeah. sort of saying to you, um, the Diamond Creek Mine um, it was where they started. And like, um, yeah, um, Doug Einfist, Iron, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, like he's one of the guys that started Cave Clan. I've actually had a chat to him online a few times. Like we basically grew up in the in the same area, like on the same streets, never met never met each other. Um, only all online I've chat to him. But yeah, it's crazy. Like that's where the Cave Clan started, the literally just down the road from where I am right now. <laughs> and Maybe? I was, oh, sorry. I was just to say, like, yeah, back on drains, like and then they got really famous like for exploring drains and obviously the the um the Cave Clan's still a thing even now. Yeah, maybe you can um, get him to talk about some stuff. That would be pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, I should try and send him a message and see if he wants to uh, jump like, on one time. Hello, friend. Like, give us the down low of uh, your the history. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Al- he's always been really nice when I have spoken to him. So, yeah, I yeah. I, I don't know how much exploring he he does now, but um, God, he's, mm. he's probably like in his late fifties or fi- in his fifties. I don't want to get him pissed off. There. <laughs> but he's been exploring since like the eighties, especially drains. Yeah, I think there's there's still a bunch of explorers out who are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. Like it's kind of impressive, honestly. You know, the the dedication to the hobby over like decades, like literal decades, and they're still keen. It's amazing. Yeah. Like I'm so impressed. It is. It is like such. I mean, obviously, I've been same. I've been uploading on YouTube for four years. You think I oh, sort of? I did have a time where I did get like, a little bit sick of it. Uh, but not so much the exploring part of it. It was just the YouTube part of it, like having to upload and spend like, you know, hours and hours editing <laughs> and then uploading. And then, yeah. And then it's yeah. like, once you've uploaded, you're like, all right, well, what's next week's video? <laughs> you know, yeah. But- yeah. Def- definitely. Um, I think the love of exploring will be there for a lot oh, of people. Sure. You can't tell yeah. me that when you're driving around, you don't just go like... You know, like you see something and you're like, ooh. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm in the car and my boyfriend's driving, I'm staring out the window, like <laughs> looking for places, not even intentionally. I just kind of keep an eye out. And then if I'm drive, driving and I have like the GPS up and I see a place, because um, obviously you can't like write it down or like, I mean, sometimes you can't pull over. I'll just like screenshot it. Like you can kind of pinch the, the top two buttons so it's not yeah. really too unsafe while driving. I'm like, oh, screenshot. Yeah. Drive. Like, oh, there's another one. Screenshot. Keep okay. driving. Just like, uh, an image just like the mental thing of being like, I know it's there. And then like even the one that I was telling you about recently where I saw where I was working, <laughs> I was just like, I know where it is. But like, oh, you, you started, it's a good way of getting to know Melbourne, really, as someone who was, who's just moved here. 
and, and, yeah. then, and also you realize how big melbourne actually is <laughs> oh it's massive like it's absolutely insane i actually saw a, a news article um i can't remember when maybe a month or two ago about like how many houses are currently unoccupied oh, and wow. they they figured it out via like the the water usage of each suburb and like each house you know uses a certain amount of water and you know the suburb was down by this much so there's probably this many houses that are empty and apparently it was just like actually like a tons like um so i'm i'm assuming there's like a bunch of abandoned or you know empty houses just sitting around Melbourne that I I can't tell because someone's mowed the front lawn. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be. I was actually talking to a friend recently and was just saying like, how much more stuff is going to be abandoned now in like the next that people are going to discover now in like the next year, um, obviously because of the pandemic. Um, so yeah. sad, but in a good way. <laughs> we can yeah, put, good, good for us. Yeah, we can put it to use. Man, how long have we been going for? I haven't even been checking. We've just been yapping. I don't know. Uh, Forty minutes, my recording says. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's that's pretty good for a first episode. I feel. Yeah. I mean, even if you're you're not happy, it's like good practice, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, well, as I th- well, I think I'll just upload it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> just, this yeah. is a pilot episode anyway, so. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like the next episode will go into some of your travels, international travels, because you've got some good <laughs> stories. <laughs> oh, I'm embarrassing yet. Like, it, they're stories that you'll laugh at me, not with me. Yeah, yeah, um, they're awesome. I've I've heard you tell the story a few times, and I'm like, every time I hear it, I'm like, more. <laughs> I'm like, actually, I haven't even heard you tell the story. I've just read from, like, your posts on Instagram, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, I lost my hire car keys while I was in Japan and stranded myself. But um, yeah, it's it's honestly like an hour long story, and even then, I miss bits because <laughs> so much happened in that time period. It's uh, that's, like that's fine. It's, it, I, I it, it was fun though, you know. I came out alive. Uh, I have a, a funny story. It wasn't funny at the time. But now it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine like how much I would have been panicking in that situation. Once you know the story a bit more, then uh, you'll probably understand the panic. <laughs> yeah, I, I stress easily as well. So like in any situation like that, you know, I cried. There was lots of crying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I can't say I've ever cried while exploring, but I think I would have been pretty close to that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I'm going to try and keep these weekly episodes because obviously it's a lot easier to do because we do them from home <laughs> so yeah well for the next yeah for the next however long you'll be sitting here chatting with me so yeah um, i'll have to get some exciting guests on yeah well yeah we, we're doing this through skype so we can always add people in that's that's easy mm. simple all right well so- yeah that's episode one and um i guess we'll give you you're a bit of a plug um it's the telltale traveler on youtube and instagram and tiktok <laughs> yep that's correct if you want urbex memes follow me on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh this be just uploaded to my youtube channel i am scott of um, youtube um just follow me on instagram and youtube don't worry about tiktok too much <laughs> <laughs> uh, but maybe i'll put some of these clips up on on uh, on tiktok eventually it's probably a good idea mm. um majority of these views will be coming through youtube anyway until we get going on spotify and itunes and all that stuff so um yeah and eventually we have sort of spoken about having a patreon for this um stuff like that where we can do exclusive live streams and podcasts and stuff like that so um i'm pretty excited i am pretty excited i've been trying to do this for so long and it's just like all right enough's enough 
I'm, I'm happy that we're finally doing it. And if anyone knows anyone exciting in the Urbex community, we should con on here to get an interview from. Let us know. Oh, for sure. I feel like most urban explorers are pretty chill. And it, the ones that want to um, post stuff on YouTube and that, that they will come on and have a chat without, mm, without even mm. questioning it. It's funny because I even know we're wrapping this up. I remember like there was one guy I saw doing who was doing something similar to this. This is like t- two years ago, right? And so, like, I messaged him on Instagram being like, hey, man, like, you know, like, I do YouTube videos. Here's the link to my channel. Like, I'd love to, like, have a chat sometime. Like, so, and he just, he just read it. It just, like, it was just seen. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought we had, like, I don't know, like, 5,000 subs or whatever on YouTube. So, I was like, you know, it's a decent following. Like, I got some stories. Let's have a chat. And, um, yeah, then <laughs> the Big Brother video, like, went sort of viral. He sends me a message being like, hey, man, want to have a chat? And I just left him on scene. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, what a little, I'm being such a little bitch right now. But yeah, I was like, stuff you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, episode one, done. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>